What's up, Saitos? Welcome back to the Sensei Says podcast, offering you weekly discussions with successful people through which we dig out some advice that will hopefully improve your life and my life as well. I am Sensei Pascal. Thank you for choosing my podcast today and thank you to everyone who has subscribed to our YouTube channel. We are nearing our objective to uh, hit the 1,000 subscribers mark on the channel. And just as a quick reminder, as soon as we hit the mark, I'm going to release uh, our exclusive event we uh, had on the Zoom machines a month ago with uh, Johnny White from the Spartan Up podcast, Rob Barger, who survived the uh, death race twice, and Mark Patterson, a former NFL player who just ascended Everest. So all of these discussions, jokes, uh, revelations, uh, inspiring moments from uh, Mark's uh, journey on Everest will be shared for free, of course, on the channel and uh, on all of our audio platforms. So please share the love, share the magic, subscribe, hit the bell, like, comment, you know the drill. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, whatever, Spotify, uh, the same applies there as well. And speaking of Apple Podcasts, do not miss my promo at the end of this uh, episode. It's a premiere on the Sensei Says Podcast. It's going to be a uh, formula applied at the end of each month. So the last Thursday, of every month, I'm going to offer you a vintage interview I did uh, back in the days uh, when I was on XM Satellite Radio. There you go, Opie and Anthony represent. No better than Rheinstein, my favorite band, to kick off this uh, brand new uh, theme on the podcast. So vintage interview. I did meet with uh, bassist Oliver Reidel. That was my German accent. Thank you, thank you. Uh, in 2010, Quebec City. That was the band's comeback to North America. Um, in a discussion, um, evolved around authenticity, artistic, personal. I found it very inspiring. And during the recording, we did have a translator on site because Oliver didn't speak either French nor uh, English. So uh, everything that the translator says is absolutely 100% uh, Oliver's answer. And you'll be able to uh, hear uh, Oliver's answers uh, in German uh, in the background. So enjoy. Hey guys, I'm super excited to uh, be with uh, Oliver Reidel. He's the bassist from uh, Rheinstein, one of my uh, favorite bands of all time. And uh, Oliver, I wanted to know first, how did the uh, theatrics of the band um, come about, meaning all the, uh, the special effects on stage, was that determined from the start of the band? When we started, we knew that we wanted to be different from the other bands that existed at the time. During that period, our authentic staging helped us cross over to the American market, especially since our music already sounded just like the Americans. Stage performance was actually part of our work right from the start. And what would be um, maybe the inspiration behind the theatricality of Rheinstein, maybe a band or maybe uh, something else, but what was the inspiration behind that? 
Back then we heard a lot of Leiber and ministry and that was inspiration to us. Through the process, we found our identity. We were also finding inspiration in our German culture, its history and political events, and our music reacted to them violently. Nowadays we still get inspired by German culture and other subjects as well, but we have toned the rage down a bit. I've read somewhere that um, the band KISS was a huge inspiration, at least for uh, Till, the singer of the band, uh, in terms of uh, pyro and all of these uh, costumes and makeup on stage. Um, is it the case for, uh, for you or any other members of the band? Definitely not for me, maybe for other members of the band, but not because of the staging or the makeup, but rather because of two or three songs. What inspired me then, musically speaking, were bands like ACDC. I've also read a uh, quite interesting quote from, um, from you guys. Uh, you said um, that if French was the language of love, then German would be the language of hate. Could you uh, elaborate on that? Each language has a certain feel, and thus it's probably right that French is the language of love. I think German makes good music because you can sing well in German, and that's about it. It would be nice if every country, or if the music coming from every country was in its native language, each language has its own musical characteristics. So what would you say differentiates um, languages? Would that be the actual lyrical content that is written, or the particular sound and tone of each language? German phonetics go very well with our music, but I don't know for sure if I answered the question properly. You haven't performed in North America for a decade now, so what do you expect for your first show back on this side of the ocean? We had a break of two to three years anyway, including the production of an album, then there was another year off. Uh, of course, we are a European band, so we did concerts in Europe first. For now, we don't really know what to expect. We're playing in Canada today, and our expectations match what we've seen here. I looked through the audience and saw enthusiastic young people, but I don't know to what extent one can now draw conclusions about the USA, for example. Did you guys know that uh, tonight you won't be playing uh, in front of a, a crowd that's going to be exclusively North American? Um, I mean, from maybe the eastern part of the U.S., Canada, or even the province of Quebec. But we've been told that uh, tickets for the show have been sold throughout the world, namely Europe and Sweden. So Quebec City tonight becomes an attraction poll for fans um, of Rheinstein and fans of metal as well. So have you uh, noticed that um, during your stay uh, here? Of course. You can see that when you walk through the city. People come up to you and want to take a picture, and they are often not from Quebec, but somewhere else. I could not measure it, but you do get a lot of nationalities. Rammstein's music has been categorized as tense metal, which means dense metal. Could you describe that subgenre of um, metal slash industrial music? Well, that's more of a term. It comes from an earlier era of ours when we played metal otherwise. Maybe it's the beat in our songs. In the meantime, our style changed a little as the fan base became wider 
As for the musical spectrum or which music genre this is now, you could perhaps describe it better. Me, I would call it a genre of rock music. Rheinstein has been renowned to perform on stage bare-chested, showcasing your muscularity. So, super important question right now, who bench presses the most in the band? Till is, of course, the strongest of all of us. I really hope you did enjoy that discussion with uh, Oliver Reidel from uh, Rheinstein. You can see right now on my social media, you can see the picture that I took with Oliver. The guy's about 6'8", and I'm six feet tall, so he's pretty, pretty tall. And um, my, my young and beautiful face <laughs> that you may see now on my uh, Twitter account. And uh, yeah, the smile from ear to ear, um, kind of a groupy feeling, but hey, I enjoyed my presence with, uh, with the band. That was uh, a super trip for me. And I really hope that you enjoyed that trip as well. Though short, but that, that happens when you meet um, very popular people. You oftentimes don't have all the time in the world to talk to them, even though you, you'd speak with them like for hours on end. But I really, again, hope you, uh, you liked uh, this week's podcast. And as a matter of fact, let's review what I did learn through uh, this interview first. Dare to be different. Uh, everyone is doing what everyone else is doing. So dare to find something that will make you stand out from the masses. Second, culture is inspiration. So your history, whether local or let's say I come from a karate background, so I really like Japanese culture, right? So Japanese culture for me could be super inspiring for a project say a song, a video, a film, a poem, a book, whatever, whatever you want to call it, but try to immerse yourself in a culture which excites you from the political events, from the music, the art, um, and that will elevate your creativity, I am sure. Third, anger is creation. Um, any powerful emotion, um, is a very potent factor of ideation. So love, for example, like 75% of all the songs in the world are about love. Why? Not just because it's cute when it's Justin Bieber saying about it, right? But just because it comes from a, a, a deep part of our soul, of our emotional uh, system, something very powerful. So when it comes to nourishing your creativity, uh, all the powerful emotion that you may live and which includes anger as well, it's not because it's a quote unquote negative emotion that it cannot be uh, reused as something uh, creative or productive. So whatever you're feeling, but in, in, in terms of metal music, uh, it's mainly <laughs> anger, anguish, and all of these, all of those uh, negative emotions that are portrayed through the music, but they are very potent vectors of creation as well. Don't dismiss them. Now, what I'd like to know is what you took away from my interview with Oliver Reidel. So please leave it in the comments or just reach out on my social at Sensei Says Pod. Now I did speak about a super promo, a sweepstake, a giveaway, if you will, on the Apple Podcast platform earlier on. So here it is. Uh, if you want to earn a chance to win a $100 
Amazon gift card. Oh yeah. <laughs> Budget ain't a thing here on the Sensei Says Podcast. Um, you have to leave a, a review, positive review, and a five-star rating on Apple Podcast if you think we de- deserve it. And amongst all of the people who uh, will leave a review by July 15th, I will give away one uh, $100 Amazon gift card card so please do so share to a friend go on go nuts help us out really appreciate it and also don't forget to subscribe on the youtube channel you want to get the episodes fast and first there's one way to do that sign up to the newsletter and on that note saitos i'm gonna see you next week You don't have to go through a near-death experience to change your life because on the other side of fear is where all your dreams live. But most people are just afraid to charge at that wall. There's a thing called the progress principle that through historic history, through data, through whatever, that we as human beings achieve happiness through progress towards a goal.